Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I'm Lynn Norris. Here's your daily tip from the experts at Real Simple. Common Disinfecting Myths That Are Sabotaging Your Cleaning Efforts by Hannah Hong Until last year, you probably never gave your disinfectant of choice a second thought. But now that we're living in a new age, sanitizing is always on the mind. Since maintaining proper hygiene is more critical than ever, it's important to be able to decipher fact from fiction when it comes to your disinfecting habits. We asked top cleaning experts to bust some common disinfectant myths that they frequently hear, along with the real facts you actually need to keep your environment healthy. 1. Myth. Sanitizing is the same thing as disinfecting. Although it's commonly used synonymously, cleaning, sanitizing, and disinfecting are three very separate things, says Steve Hengsberger, cleaning expert and CEO of Tersano. Rather, it's a second step what you do after you clean. According to the CDC, cleaning refers to the removal of germs, dirt, and impurities from surfaces. It does not kill germs, but by removing them, it lowers their numbers and the risk of spreading infection. Disinfecting, on the other hand, refers to using chemicals, for example, EPA-registered disinfectants, to kill germs on surfaces. This process does not necessarily clean dirty surfaces or remove germs, but by killing germs on a surface after cleaning, it can further lower the risk of spreading infection. On bacteria, sanitizing requires a 99.999% note the five nines, reduction, whereas disinfecting requires a bigger 99.9999% note the six nines, reduction, adds Hanksberger. As soon as you start making claims on killing viruses, harder to kill than bacteria, then you're talking about disinfecting. There is one level higher, sterilizing, but this is only used for medical equipment. 2. Myth. Plant-based disinfectants don't work. You might be skeptical of eco-friendly and plant-based disinfectants, but don't be too quick to write them off. As long as the product is registered with the EPA as a disinfectant, it works, says Marla Kluse. Lead, cleaning expert, and certified green professional. Many common alcohol-based products are made with isopropyl alcohol from petroleum, but ethyl alcohol, alcohol made from plants, is a great plant-based alternative approved by the EPA. 3. Myth. Disinfectants work instantly. It's nice to think that our disinfectants are zapping virus particles in just one swipe, but like most good things, it takes time. To pass the disinfectant test, the protocol actually allows up to 10 minutes of dwell-slash-contact time, says Hanksberger. In other words, anything that works within that time frame is marketed and sold as a disinfectant. No matter what product you use, it's essential to check the product directions for how long surfaces should stay wet. You may need to saturate the surface for a few minutes to actually kill germs. 4. Myth all cleaning products can disinfect. Actually, if they are called a cleaner, then they have zero efficacy, says Hanksberger. 
By the nature of cleaning products, unless they state that they also disinfect, they will only clean, adds Kluse. There are very few products that do both, and an even lesser number that do both safely without harsh chemicals. If you are unsure, check for the EPA registration number on your cleaner's label. Then, type that number into the agency's database to find out which bacteria and viruses it has been approved to work against. 5. Myth. Vinegar is an effective disinfectant. We're all for making use of common household items, but vinegar is not an EPA-registered disinfectant. According to Hengsberger, vinegar is not even an effective sanitizer, let alone disinfectant. The CDC and NSF both state that though vinegar is a suitable cleaner— remember the difference between cleaning and disinfecting— it is not strong enough to disinfect. To ensure you're properly disinfecting, avoid the funky odor and opt for EPA-registered products instead. 6. Myth. All disinfectants are toxic. Not necessarily. Historically, this was true, but in the past few years, more and more companies have been cranking out safer and more sustainable disinfectants to the mass market. For example, the formula produced by iClean Mini is an EPA-registered disinfectant and as safe as water, says Kluse. Just be sure to do your homework and read the fine print. If your disinfectant does contain potentially hazardous chemicals, it will require you to clean the surface after disinfecting to avoid leaving harmful residue behind. Thanks for listening. Check back tomorrow or go to realsimple.com for the latest. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.